You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. He's back again. The man himself, Nick, what is up? It's me. I'm, I'm back. What's up? You look you look amazing. You got the beard growing all nice again. It's been two years since I've shaved my head. <laughs> so this is the longest I've ever had my hair, and it's the worst. Uh, I do I do trim up my beard though. Is is that just because like your hair cutter or whoever cuts your hair has just not been feeling it because of the whole black plague that has struck in our nation? Uh no. So the last time I cut my hair was in uh I think August 2019. I shaved my head because I just moved to uh Arizona and it was hot. I was like, I'm just gonna do this. So I just took a razor to it and then it's been two years since then and i just haven't got to see anybody yet i really respect people that know how to shave their own head because i did it once and this was right around the time my podcast was becoming video so it looks like i just scalped myself i literally what i did was i was like this can't be that hard and i started shaving and i got one half of my head done and i was like i've made a horrible mistake I don't want to continue doing this anymore. So I sat down in a chair. I was at my buddy's house and his mom comes around the corner. She's like, what happened to you? I was like, I had to stop halfway because I realized I'm not good at this. And she's like, you have to finish it. And I was like, I can't. I'm too afraid to go any farther because right now it's pretty messed up and it's only going to get worse. And she was like, no, you, you'll be fine. And then I ended up doing it. But I did it so much. I actually um part of my hair on the side over here. People are like, did someone uh, did you hit your head or something? Because the hair i scalped it too much to where it wasn't able to come back and i was like oh i guess i must have pressed in a little too hard well i didn't have that issue luckily i had two people with me while i was doing it so it wasn't uh too too hard for me on that one is that just so you had two people there watching you are they filming it uh yes it it was my sisters and i did ask them to film it that that's the very first TikTok that I made was <laughs> me shaving my head. There's no better reaction than someone realizing they've been they've gone too far into something and there's no turning back. Like you see those reactions of people like like I'm going to cut my hair and they cut their hair and like oh, and that priceless facial expression where you see all hope leave the eyes is just it can't be beat. Yep. I I've had a lot of moments recently cuz I keep scissors around cuz I have to cut things just in general, like bags of chips. I don't like opening them. I just cut the, <laughs> the top off. What? Because I'm a monster. Uh, <laughs> so every time I like see the scissors, I'm like, I could just, I could just do it. Are you Actually, growing it out for like a charity? Nope. I just, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How you're like, I just cut with my scissors. I just cut bags of chips. I'm like, I would not, I, I thought maybe you had office supplies around that you're like cutting things open and doing it that way. Nope. No, nothing I do for my jobs require me to cut things with scissors. I just have them around. It's either really smart that you do that or it's really psychopathic. I don't know which one yet. Me neither, honestly. I mean, compared to your Which last is worrying, time, actually. 
the compared to the last time you were on, you were uh, the whole how will Nick die podcast. And then you said you had scissors lying around. I was like, oh my God, please. I don't want to be that person that has to turn this into like a suicide. I've got a sword on my wall. Does that make this any better? I mean, what's the best way to do it if you're going to do it? (laughs) Exactly. So I I do have to ask though, because last time you were on, we did talk about the podcast. What happened with that? Are you not doing that anymore? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, that's a question that my network also brought up <laughs> and then they kicked me off. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't want to say I stopped doing the podcast because emotionally I didn't stop. Like I still think up ideas. I just haven't recorded anything in uh, since August of last year. Because um, like at the time, and we talked about this in December, like at the time it was a weird time to be like, haha, here's a funny death thing. And then people were actually like just casually dying super bad. Um, and then I just never got into it because I started getting into a bunch of other like extracurricular activities. So the podcast just kind of died. And then in February, uh, my network sent me a uh, a breach of contract email and they're like starting tomorrow you're off the network and I was like that tracks I would have said something to me before that but it's cool you so, had a, wait yeah. you had a contract with your network so wait were you getting paid to do the podcast um yeah I was paid once um because we had a network uh, advertisement with Manscaped for one month uh, around Christmas, actually, of 2019. So I got paid once for the podcast. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's kind of like the biggest goal to achieve is just getting paid to do something that's fun. Yeah. Uh, I had to be very careful about learning on my, uh, my ads because the very first one that I did uh, was not appropriate apparently apparently if you say uh if you nick your balls you're gonna die uh is not the way that advertisers uh want you to talk about their products or introduce their products dude the level of like how the world has changed in the past 20 years when it comes to advertising or movies i mean back like 10 15 years ago you could not show tits on screen you couldn't do any of this that would be a separate theater if you showed boobs on screen and now it's like every, I mean, PG 13 movies can probably show boobs. I'm pretty sure everybody at some point has probably gotten off to Madagascar. I'm just saying, no, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. one. <laughs> we do need to circle back on that a little later. Uh, Cause I haven't, but maybe I'm missing out or Lion I, I King Madagascar as a kid. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm missing something as an adult. I don't know. You got to look in between the lines, bro. Oh, okay. When they're out in Africa, you feel the demon get released out of you. You don't want to just tackle a gazelle and bite it. No. Okay. No. I'm the odd man out. Um, but (laughs) you start looking at like how it's all changed. I mean, the best thing advertisers or movies or anything can really do now is just be a hundred percent just whatever they want to do. I mean, there's that uh drink I've mentioned a couple of times. It's like um what is it? Uh, murder your thirst, I think is what oh, it, liquid death. Yeah. Liquid death. So like they, 
they're all, like acting like they're Satanist and de- demon people as like a joke, but people take them literally. And I'm like, at this point, I don't think anybody really gives a shit if you complain or if you, like, I'm angry about this. Who cares? I don't, I'm not in, I don't really, I know who I am. I'm not a jackal of the universe. I'll be able to say what, you know, I feel just say something as a joke. I think it's comedians nowadays are starting to learn like, who cares? Cancellation. What is that? Like that, that whole thing is starting to die off now. Especially since you can get canceled and immediately be back like two seconds later. Bill Cosby. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I'm shook by the response to him being released the craziest thing is that britney spears is everyone's like free britney and i'm like how is britney still dealing with so much stuff and then bill cosby's like hey i'm back like i don't know are people making that big of a statement about it it was trending on twitter i think the day it happened but now it's like everybody's kind of forgotten about it like eh, let him do what he wants kind of i mean that's the problem with the news now though there's a new thing every freaking minute so like Cosby was trending for like a minute and then what other big stories came out recently? The Florida uh, deaths in that house, like, or not house, the apartment complex, like that was big news. And then people kind of stopped talking about that too. immediately. Well, it's, it's still going on. It's just developed into now a conspiracy. I don't know if it is a conspiracy theory. They're talking about the McAfee guy. And they said that um, apparently he had a trigger or dead man switch that was going to release a bunch of information that was going to incriminate all this like private government data and all this. And they said that it was actually in the Florida condo was where the release thing was supposed to be. And if he didn't check into a certain server every day or every couple of days that it was going to be an automatic release. And then they were just like, okay, well, they took down the condo and didn't because the way like apparently it fell and all this. And then they're like, well, now we got to search every condo, make sure they're up to code. I'm like. Buildings come down all the time. There's accidents that happen yeah. like that, and they never search other buildings around the area. They're just like, oh, well, that's a terrible tragedy. Let's move on. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, McAfee guy was a wild story. I, lo- I love the people who are trying to put so much into it, even though the last things he was saying was like, hey, this shit's actually pretty bad. I don't like it here. Yeah, he's like the government. Um, I don't plan on killing myself. So if I do, it's the government. And then like, I think the government's after me, all these insane tweets. But I don't know what type of world we live in. I'm in more convinced now we're probably a part of a simulation or a very structured industry that there's no way that we could possibly change it. The guy who invented the PCR test for COVID, Mm -hmm. he developed that test while on LSD. Like, so I'm like, what is this world that we're living in? LSD is a hell of a drug, and it came, it, it has brought a lot of inventions, some good ones, some bad ones, but a lot of them. Well, we, what, we live in a world, what's the main source of energy or the main thing that most people consume? Caffeine, probably. Caffeine. Okay, so they did, um, I think it was NASA or some other type of scientific research uh, place, decided that they were going to give a bunch of spiders a whole like allotment of drugs. They gave them LSD, they gave them marijuana, they gave them all these types of things, and they would see what they would do is a study in each separate case, they would see how their webs would develop. So they mm-hmm. had one on marijuana, it's just a bunch of pictures. The one on marijuana, the web looks like 
okay, obviously this person was like half-assing a web, you know, you could, yeah, they tried. Some, yeah, they tried. And then with LSD, it was like really, really like sporadic. It wasn't like how a honeycomb is like a bee, like that's very, very organizational. Every, everything like lines up perfectly dimensional wise. But then they gave them caffeine and the spiders were all over the place. Like there's no way it was going to catch a bug. There was nobody who's going to do that. And it's like you start to realize like everything that is illegal drug wise is stuff that's like not as bad as caffeine. The one thing that we have legal, like you get addicted to caffeine. And there was a guy who did a study of like he tested himself of let's just cut off caffeine. He hasn't had caffeine in three years. And he talks about it. He's like, everything changes. You have more energy than you would think caffeine, but you become reliant on it. So that you actually become addicted to it and caffeine where we get our coffee from, you know, the whole chocolate industry, you know, dogs aren't actually, you know how they say, if you feed a dog chocolate, they die. Mm -hmm. It's caffeine in the chocolate that kills the dog, not the actual chocolate. And it's like you start to realize the two biggest money makers in the world are coffee and chocolate. Let's combine the two. That has the worst worker conditions possible. Nestle was just trending about their uh, labor laws, like they're getting paid three seventy five to do all these horrendous things and carry all this chocolate. It's around. literally slave labor. Yeah. What are we doing? What world are we living in, Nick? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, here's the problem. It's not those people aren't in America, so we don't care about them. That's that's the issue. They're they're not in a uh, first world country. I think so. it's a factor of when it comes to our labor or when it comes to sourcing for something. If we don't see it, we don't care about it. So if it's mm -hmm. like right in our town or something, then we give a shit. But it's just so interesting. I think that's why all of our gas like oils, all this type of stuff is always in other countries because we want to ravage that land and not ravage the one we see. And like our town, uh, my town, for instance, was going to build uh, windmills out like two miles out from where the ocean is. So you would be able to see them out in the ocean if you look far enough. But people are like, it's going to obstruct my view. It's like you want that mm -hmm. type of power, but you just don't want to see it. And I'm like, man, we're in this like topsy turvy world where I'm wondering if like, can we just harness seagull power? Like we're on a beach. There's plenty of seagulls. Let's put them to good use instead of just eating people's trash that they drop. Yeah, they're useless in every other circumstance. Why not use them to power shit? You don't like a good seagull? I don't like seagulls, no. And they don't I, taste good either. I have been uh, harassed by too many seagulls to care about any of them. Well, what were you wearing, Nick? Uh, crop tops, obviously. <laughs> I think we need to bring back the era of come at me, bro uh did it go away i think i did. still see come at me bros every once in a while well there was like not big, as much for sure there was a big trend when we were like 14 or 15 when it was like a bunch of people wearing not when mad we bros. not when we remember i'm so much older than you what are you talking you're about? a tiny little baby person how old are you i'm 26 turning 27 and i'm three years behind months. you did you have a birthday do I have? I hope I have a birthday. Did you? Did you have a birthday since December? I'm twenty. Yeah, December thirty first. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. You were twenty two the last time we talked, and I was still 
26. Yeah, but you're like, you're a baby. I'm like, well, I'm not you that much behind you. It's like I had some person message me saying, hey, I, I'd love to uh, come back on the show and talk about this. Like, I was like, what do you want to talk about? Like, we've talked about kind of one thing and you're only good in that really one area. You know, his mm -hmm. conversation skills aren't really the best. And he was like, well, I could talk about what it was like before the cell phone. And I was like, that's only like 20 years. Like that's anybody that's above the age of 20. I can talk about what it was. Like yeah. Like what the fuck phone. are we talking about? Like, I guess the fuck way it, let's talk about T9 texting. Let's go. <laughs> well, it's like, I guess the way technology has advanced so rapidly in such a short amount of time where that like, oh, you can't believe that that was like 18 years ago is when the cell phone was like not even a thing when we had dial up internet. I mean, in 2000, everyone thought the world was going to end and we're 21 years past it now. God, that was that's great. I remember the Y2K phrase. I want to be beautiful. there when so many people. What do you mean it's beautiful? It's a bunch of people thought the world was going to end. Yeah, there, there's a beauty to the craziness of these clocks can't count upwards. We're all going to die. Because <laughs> uh, that just... was legitimately what the issue was. They didn't think that the clocks could continue forward on computers because it was set to always end at 1999. December 31st, 1999. So people were freaking out. They're like, this means we're all going to die. I want to be and at a motel. Twitter. I want to be at like the motel and I want to ask the guy who worked the desk at like 1999, December 31st, right when it was about to change over. I was like, how many people did you come in here thinking they were going to fuck for the last time? And he's like, a lot of them. A lot, yeah. Which good on them, but then the consequences of the next day happen that's i mean that, that's i mean it's the same thing like you, every day is kind of that though where it's like you just tell somebody hey we don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow so shouldn't we make tonight extra special that's like the whole thing like oh, yeah. you never know tomorrow's never promised that's true you choke on an oreo i hope not you look down like you had a pack of Oreos <laughs> beside you. I thought I did. I don't. I, I legit <laughs> thought I had some Oreos in my room. I do not. The way you said that was like, you I have better a knock on wood. You have a Twix? I have a Twix. Are you a left side or right side type of guy? Um, I'm a middle man. I don't, I don't like choosing sides on this. So I'll just eat the middle part of both of them and then cry myself to sleep at night. See, the way you said that was like, I pictured like when someone eats a hot dog, they eat it from like end to end. Mm -hmm. I just picture you like eating just the middle. Like yeah, a watermelon. Why? Because why not? Do you like pissing off everybody with OCD? Yes. The correct way to eat a Kit Kat is see just like a, like a normal bar, even though it's supposed to be split into four, just um, down the middle. You're a rule breaker and I like that. <laughs> I'm a monster is what it is. It's people like you that make the system run. And sadly, you're not you're not in office. Maybe that's your next podcast is let's get Nick to be yeah, president. Maybe. God, no. You don't want to control that's, everything? Um no, I can barely control myself. Let's <laughs> let's keep myself out of politics. I do have that thought every once in a while of like I could run for mayor and probably win pretty easily. What would you then fix? I don't. Oh, nothing. You don't have any thoughts about how you would make the place you live a little bit better? No. I mean, I live in L.A., so I'm sure I could think of some. But when I'm thinking about becoming, like, mayor or, like, a senator, I'm not thinking about helping people. 
I'm mean, thinking. Would you have to wear cool a suit though? Would funny you? thing. Oh fuck no. Like I'm gonna I, be the t-shirt mayor. That's what I'm saying. I want to see a mayor or somebody wearing like a jacket or something, like a like a pullover hoodie or something like that. Like, why does it always have to be like I have to wear a suit? I have to be professional. I'm like, just wear board shorts. I might respect Hell you yeah. more. I'm just gonna show up in a crop top and short shorts, and I'm still gonna get elected. I'm just waiting for the day where we get a president or someone that has a tattoo on their face. Oh fuck yeah gonna be like 100 years but yeah 100 when we're years. all mandated to have tattoos on our face <laughs> with our barcodes don't don't do that don't say <laughs> that that's a real possibility we just got um maryland over here just got a uh article saying that i guess biden's going to do it for everybody but maryland's going to be the first place to issue it is that there's going to be people that come to your door they go door to door asking about the vaccine, making sure that like they're trying to get. I'm like, you're really not you're not helping yourself by doing that. Like, I get it. Pump the numbers up. Sure. But there's going to be people that are like, you step on my fucking property. Like, we don't even let Jehovah's Witnesses. What thinks you're going to let some person that's literally telling you they want to stick something in your arm? Yeah, I uh, I used to know this guy who was a sheriff for a long time and just serving like tickets. He would be shot at from people by approaching their doors and that was over like a 25 dollars parking fine shit like that like god if you i would not you could pay me any amount to do that job and i would not do it so to go and try and talk to people into getting vaccines because the people who got them already they're good People who aren't getting them, they're not getting them. I'm sorry. Yeah, that someone commented on that. I think and on on that one of those posts I saw on Twitter, and they were like, "You're really not. You're not helping yourself here. Like people make let them make the decision for themselves." I'm pretty sure it's like one of the senators was like, some person was like, "What are you going to do about all these people not getting the vaccine?" And he's just like, "Do you have it?" And they're like, "Yeah." He goes, "Then what are you worried about?" Like what? Yeah. When do we start control trying to? It, it doesn't work. Us controlling other people's lives doesn't work. Yeah. Like, I would like them to get the vaccine, but I'm also realistic. They're not going to do it. If, if they haven't already done it, it's not going to happen. And that's just the facts, unfortunately. It's like you have to get invested into something else, like maybe fix some more community issues before you start trying to tackle the globe by hitting a certain number by offering Shake Shack. Like that's not a that's not an incentive. A lot of people are going to get down. Maybe it caught a few. I'm not going to lie. The Listen, donut one. definitely all of the fucking uh, multi-million dollar lotteries that definitely got some fucking trash people that weren't getting vaccinated to get vaccinated. I, I thought about it for a second. I was like, should I get vaccinated for me or for the potential million dollars? Well, it's like it's, me. it's like they don't even have to hit your door anymore. Now they got like letters in the mail coming to you. And I'm like, what are you? This is getting very scary. It's like an ex-girlfriend or an ex that just won't leave you alone. Yeah. I'm like, how do they even know that you're not? Like, do they just, I do. All right. So I actually read this and I'm going to read this again on air. Cause I want anybody listening to call this fucking number. Cause it's called me 15 times in the past three days. So the number is, where is it? Let me scroll up. Number is one, two, four, zero, six, seven, three, two, one, six, three. I've been getting 15 calls. There's look, I got one right here. So these are all on Tuesday. Got one, 1 AM, 
2.43 a.m., 4.53 a.m., 5 a.m., 7.24 a.m., 8, I guess that's 35, yeah, 8.35 a.m., uh, the, okay, that one would be on Monday. So they actually called me at 8.35 a.m. on Monday. These are all, I was like, well, who the fuck is this? A spam call? Because it's called me 15-something times, and some of them are mm-hmm. at work. So I get really pissed off. I'm like, I'm going to call this number. I'm going to give them, curse them out. Call them up. Dude, the number goes, hello, thank you. This is the COVID vaccine. And I'm like, oh, are you shitting me? Really? Really? That's what we're going up to now? Because I don't, I've never gave a Jehovah's Witness my phone number, but now they're just taking my phone number out of a database, knowing like, oh, this person hasn't checked in. It's like, have you mailed today, yeah. or have you voted? No, I haven't. I haven't. Does that does that matter to you? Does mine does mine really matter? Well, you could be that one change that's going to keep Trump to be president, or maybe we might get Biden. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Burn it down. Burn it all down. That's my platform for when I run for mayor of Los Angeles. You should, dude. I'm telling you. Burn it all down. Can I vote if Actually, I'm not in your state? Uh, probably. I don't know. Just say it. <laughs> I'm not a voter in LA. Can I, can I do what they did when they were selling property in Ireland? You can buy like one little square foot and then you become a lord. Can I just be like, I bought a square foot in California, so now I get to vote? It's going to be a lot more expensive than a dollar. But yeah, you probably can. I mean... To think that's everything that's happened to California. Is it as bad as they're saying? Because I'm reading a lot on the news. Um, it depends on what they're saying. Uh, the housing crisis is ridiculous because you have these shitty fucking landlords. They're like, oh, we're not going to make any money. We are already not making money by having no one in your houses. And they refuse to lower rents, which is entirely shitty. Um we haven't caught horribly on fire this year, which is super nice yet. Knock on wood. Um, as opposed to last year with the the baby shower. Great flames. Now, okay, is that all right? So that was all because of the gender reveals. What were they doing? They were they were launching fireworks in an area of just brush, <laughs> like completely dried out hot ass days of the year just fucking piles of shit there already because they were doing a clearing out and they decided that was the best place to launch off some fireworks in honor of their new baby just 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 think it through though a lot of people aren't thinking a lot of these things through my town just had fourth of july and we had a giant firework explosion that went off. So like it was supposed to go off at like 11 at night. It went mm-hmm. off in the middle of the day around noon. And it just because it got so hot, the truck exploded and there are fireworks going all over the place. I mean, big explosions look like a missile hit. And yeah. it's like there are fireworks going out into the ocean. And I'm like, I didn't even think, but someone has to go out there on their boat and pick up all those fireworks that went into the ocean or we're not doing how many straw videos have we seen? And now we have a bunch yeah. of M80s going out in the middle of the ocean. A sea turtle is going to get that sucked up his nose and blow his head off. Well, luckily, turtles don't know how to use lighters. So you can't tell me enough there. pressure won't explode it. Not where a turtle's going to go. If a turtle gets it sucked up his nose, you're telling me the pressure in his nasal cavity isn't going to cause that thing to pop? No. It's like a water Sorry, bottle. Sorry, do you not understand it. how 
That's not how fucking anything that work. says explosive or flammable. I'm like, if you squeeze hard enough to it, it's probably going to explode. Like those firecracker things you throw on the ground, and they pop. Mm-hmm. That's that's the same thing. It's just you don't have to add a flame to it. I understand. Prove me wrong. Process, Prove me wrong. I Well, I'm not going to because just in case you are right and I'm wrong on this one, but I don't believe that. Uh, applied pressure over time is going to be the same as like a single instance of pressure. The way you said that is exactly what I pictured the government said when they were like, people are finally going to crack and applied pressure over time compared to a complete instance. And like, well, now the world's kind of in this topsy turvy place where we're arguing over how a firework explodes. Exactly. I think it's because of pressure, like the Paramore song. I don't know that one, which is weird. Did you ever play Sims? No. Okay. I've never Next. played Sims, unfortunately. Well, I'm sorry. For you, I guess. I don't know. You didn't yeah, ever want to build your house and decide how you wanted to live by having a vending machine in your living room? I owned one Sims game, and I think it was Sims 2. Maybe. 2 was the best. Uh, it was on the GameCube, and I, I, I plugged it in. I popped it in. I was playing. The very first thing that happens in whatever game, I don't know which number it is, whatever game I was playing of The Sims, uh, The Sims get naked and get into a hot tub. And my mom saw it and she took it away. <laughs> that was definitely like, not no. Sims 2 because Sims 2 was for PlayStation 2. But uh, yeah. Maybe Sims 3. I don't know. This was a long time ago. I could not tell you. Back before the age of dinosaurs. Um, I mean, that's when the GameCube exists, yeah. Yeah, that is true. But now everyone's bringing it back and remastering everything. I wonder if they're just going to be like, let's stop trying to bring back old games and let's bring back something cool, like a shark. Oh, like like bring back a shark. Okay. <laughs> I was like, a shark game? <laughs> what game? Like an actual, shark like, game? a prehistoric shark. Like one that was like the size of like 10 buses. Maybe let's not do that. Why? I'm already fearful of sharks, even though I know I'm not supposed to be. I just want to watch the world burn. Is that okay? I No. Well, it would be uh, the world would be getting bit and then drowned, not burn on that one. How Unless... many deals have you had in a shady alleyway where you've been burned by the deal? More than one. You, you strike me as a person that probably made a really shady deal in like a back alley for some Pokemon cards. Not Pokemon cards. I'm not that weird. What's wrong with Pokemon? <laughs> the I'm annoyed with Pokemon fanboys of today just because the uh, Pokemon card craze is really fucking annoying. I remember back in the day when it was like used to like take it out on the playground to settle your disputes and then some dude had like a charizard you're like oh shit but like i feel like that's what everything when none of us actually played the game well it's just had the cool cards yeah that's collecting them um but with every single hobby there's always like the pure fanboys and then there's like the Mm -hmm. people that are interested in i'm like aren't you supposed to have like this branch divide it's like when you play like 
a game or something and there's a level 90 and a level one, there's always like this, I'm better than you and you're a piece of trash. And it's like, well, then I'll come to your house and beat the shit out of you type deal. And I'm like, there's a way we can all get along. It's like the whole point of this thing was supposed to unite us and bring us together. But everyone's like, I've seen 600 episodes of one piece and you've never seen it. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, you don't have any say here. You have no power here. I'm like, I don't know. The, the toxicity of fanboys. I actually, uh, I'm super into Dungeons and Dragons, which, uh, you know, huge nerd. Um, I, nerdy, that's a storyteller right there. It's super nerdy. The way I do it is super nerdy. Um, I, I also write for a few websites and I wrote an article for one of them. I got seven different old white dudes who've been playing the game since the uh, 80s when it first came out who all wrote about me on their blogs being like, this is just a trash human who doesn't understand the game. And I love that very much. That that kind of toxicity is beautiful because I can be like, listen, I'm a bad person sometimes, but at least I'm not this dude who wrote shit about me over an article, a listicle specifically about Dungeons and Dragons. Why um did you do that? Was it because like you joined the game and just kind of, act like you were like i don't give a shit about this and just kind of tore it up no i um it was about sixth edition which isn't a thing it's not going to be a thing for a while but it was um 10 things that fans want to see in sixth edition of DD because it's currently in fifth edition and uh everything i I just discovered I have Rice Krispie treats behind my <laughs> Your face when you got so happy for a second. You like, so like oh my God. I, I knocked them down like two weeks ago and I just found out that they're there. It's those hidden treasures like finding a $20 bill in your jeans. I, I that was the best thing I probably will see in the next couple of days because your face was <laughs> yeah. like such amazement. I, I don't know why that shocked me. I remember dropping them and never grabbing the box back out. I don't know why that shocked me just now. See, if I drop something like that, I'd have OCD to pick it back up because I don't like anything that's not supposed to be where it's supposed to be. That's valid. Like I dropped something behind my oven and I was like, fuck, here goes my whole entire day. And I had to like try and pull that thing out and try and fix it. And then it's like, oh, you can't move the oven because it's connected through gas. And I'm like, well, what's the issue now? It's like, well, now your house is leaking carbon dioxide or monoxide. And I'm like, so what do I do? Well, we have to get you out of your home. I'm like, but I just I just got fucking. Can you move, can you move the item behind my oven when I get out of my home, please? Do you have an uh, uh, oven item behind your that wait hold on let me rephrase that do you have an item behind your oven okay i okay i moved to a new place uh since the last time we talked actually um two months in i finally look at my kitchen and figured out that the oven is not like inset in the uh in the countertop the stovetop is but the oven is like up on a shelf basically and it confused the shit out of me. What? Yeah. It's like built into the wall in a shelving unit, basically. I, I don't know. It's it's confusing. It confused the shit out of me when I finally, after two months of living here, looked at it and realized that it wasn't like a normal oven stovetop. It was a separated thing. And I just never noticed. 
That's it. See, that's the issue with being an architect is you don't know how everything's going to come together until it's done. You have an idea in your head and then you build it. And you're like, this does not work out at all. My buddy's house, like when uh, I think when we were in middle school, his refrigerator, you couldn't open up the door more than like halfway because there was mm-hmm. the wall right there. And I was like, well, what the fuck is the point of the thing? Like, can't you just move the refrigerator? Like it's a, one of the giant ones. So it's not like it's simple, like a mini fridge to move. It's a whole, yeah. and there's counters and everything in the way. They just didn't, I guess, think of the fact that like, there's this right here that's going to block the door open fully. So now you just have a refrigerator where it's like, half. he's like, well, it's good because if I'm on a diet, I don't have to worry about it. Cause it's already, it's like the world is stopping me from wanting to eat food. And I'm like, that's a horrible way to live my friend. Also, chips are kept in the cabinet, not the fridge. So, your Rice Krispie treats are also not kept in the fridge. That's true. But that's, a, that's only if you're a chip person. I'm not a chip guy. I'm generally not. I do have chips, but I've had chips for months now that I've just been sitting here. I'm just, I, I have trust issues. Mostly when it comes to like, I'll eat a chip and then like you hit the chip at a wrong angle and then you get a freaking pierce right through the roof of your mouth. And you're like, well, this is hell. This isn't fun. Mm-hmm. I have that problem with cereal too. What's wrong with cereal? Sometimes the cereals like uh, Captain Crunch. You eat a Captain Crunch, that shit shreds <laughs> the roof of your mouth. It's like chewing glass. Yeah. And I'm like so excited to eat it too. And then suddenly... I'm no longer excited because I'm in pain. That's why they did commercials. Look, that's why they did commercials back in the day for breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So many kids had trust issues of eating breakfast because their cereal would just fuck them up while they're at school. So it's like, I don't want to ruin my day. I'm going to skip breakfast. Like, there's a bunch of, we have a giant census test. There's a bunch of people not eating breakfast anymore. Well, why that? Well, let's make Jimmy Dean biscuits. Those will make them even better. And then you eat that. And it's like some people, if you put it on a napkin, you're a savage and I don't trust you. Well, that's what the instructions say to do, though. That's why I don't trust you. Who follows rules? Depends on the item. I don't use napkins because I don't use napkins. Do you just use your shirt or use like a towel? No, what? I I have a rag in my kitchen, so I use it to clean up spills and also clean up my face so I don't ever have to use napkins. You go through a pack of napkins, that's like $2 right there. I I do... I've been ordering out a lot because I'm lazy. And also, I don't understand. Just like everywhere, Uber Eats, everything. Um, I'm very broke right now. (laughs) I want you to go to Italy and get me a pizza. Uh, Well, I've got little Tony's down the road. So I'm I'm good on that one. I don't need to go all the way to Italy. Got Tony's. Um, But obviously, with every like takeout order, they give me napkins and I've just made a pile that I threw away like two days ago. It was like this big of just napkins. Are you ever going to use them at any point? No, I already threw them away. You didn't need, wait, were they clean? Yeah. What the hell? I don't use napkins. Toilet paper. I, I take care of my toilet paper pretty okay. well. All right. During I the pandemic, sure a lot like of people were trying five, to five, uh, five rolls on hand at any time, <laughs> just in case. I want to try a different roll today, two ply. No, they're all, they're all the same roll. I don't get like I just buy in bulk. I'm not a monster who tries different toilet papers. There's only a few things I think you can buy in bulk, like toilet papers one. But like if you're buying a bulk thing of like 
Rice Krispie treats or you're buying a bulk thing of food, they're like, oh, you got a party you're going to? And it's like, it's because I was at a Dollar Tree and everything's a dollar. So it's really, really cheap. But they sell like really like, like you know, the Bang Energy drinks. Mm-hmm. They're like two for five dollars anywhere. But if you sometimes a Dollar Tree, they have like cases of them. So I buy a case of those. Yeah. Like, oh, it's gonna be a late night for you, huh? I'm like, I'm not drinking all at once. I'm fucking stocking up. And there was a I'm not planning to die tonight of yeah. caffeine overdose. There was a um a woman, she had a uh little like one of the sh- the shopping baskets, like that. If you don't want a shopping cart is kind of like I've got a lot of groceries to get, but a shopping basket's like I just have a few items, and then you have way more than that'll fit in the basket, and then you're like, maybe I should have grabbed a cart but she had like 80 bags of like the little like Utz potato chips like the small little like I guess snack bags and I was like are you got like a birthday party you're going through she's like no I'm just stocking up for like the I go to work and stuff this is an easy snack to grab and go and I'm like yeah you can't buy bulk food um and they start to think you're like a hoarder or something yeah (laughs) who would do that what do you buy a bulk besides that is specifically what i do um i'll buy like uh like like i have fucking this is technically bulk this will last me like three weeks that's bulk no bulk is like when it comes with like eight of those in one thing it's bulk with a damn shipping label on it that's bulk okay then i don't buy in bulk at all i buy everything in value packs so it'll last me like two to three weeks. Well, that's just and then I spend the rest planning. of my money on Uber Eats. That's well, that's probably just strategic planning because you probably don't like people. If you're buying, if you're buying a lot of value packs, you want to limit your time in grocery stores. So limit like once every couple of weeks, not like every single day. Well, I don't own a vehicle, so I just uh, I order them through an app online. Is that just because of cost, or do you like to walk everywhere? I used to like to walk everywhere. Um, not recently for some reason it's been getting hotter is probably why uh but like during the winter months i'll i'll walk a few miles every day there's um get out there near my town i used to live in there's another smaller town that i used to live in as well too when i was really young and uh so i went back to like what i like to do like in my free time you might think it's stupid about to drive in every spot i've ever lived in and I like to like just look at my old house and see how much it's changed and see everything. Like my me and my at one point, um, my grandma's no longer with us, but she we she used to live with us in a house. So I drove back recently um, when I was in the area, and I was like, I want to see the house because for everybody, like I'm like I want to drive by that house. They're like, no, it's a horrible memory for me. That was like the worst time in my life, and I'm like, that was one of my best times. And I mean, I guess because I was so little, it was like you're playing basketball out in the street every day. You know, you're having fun. You get to live with your grandma. It's pretty interesting. Play dominoes or Chinese checkers all the time. And um, I drove by this house, and then I was like, well, there's the old library, and I'm like, I'm gonna go up into the library, and I walk up to the door, and it's like building no longer vacant or building no longer available or something like that on the thing like renting space and i'm like what happened to the library i look over they built a brand new one that looks like a firehouse and i'm like what what else has changed i'm walking around my town everything's different i'm like i have i mean i was just here like two years ago but you don't realize like they start changing everything and it's like my childhood gets ruined and i'm like i don't know if i want to keep aging i uh so i i i grew up in arizona until I was 15 and then I moved. Um, and then in 2019, I moved back to Arizona with my siblings and my mom and uh, everything was different. 
I would like go, I, I do that every time I visit now too. I'll drive past uh, a place that I lived or like a place that I am pretty sure I have a memory of and see if I can access that memory by driving to it. And like everything is different constantly, even between the like two trips that I've taken. It's, it's, it, it's very interesting. I like doing those memory lane drives. Does it feel like it's changing for the good or the worse? Because I look at it like I know a kid that's growing up right now is going to see as this is all nostalgic. But for me, it just seems like a lot of it's kind of been like displaced energy when it comes to the fact of like, mm -hmm. it seems like we're more occupied with moving forward and not really caring about the community and like the structure, like you, a person that's like 40 years old or something, they've probably gathered a lot of wisdom throughout their years, which is seen as integrity and it develops a person's character. My town doesn't really seem like it has character anymore. Everything seems like it's brand new, like squeaky clean where I'm like, where's like all the incidences that have happened here where it gives this town memories and experience. I don't know. I, I think there's there's a line to toe there because sure you might have some great experiences, but then uh there <laughs> uh where I lived in uh North Carolina for a while, there was a Wendy's that got robbed every other week. I'm sure that that Wendy's doesn't have great memories for people. I mean it's still it's still fucking going too. Which I'm shocked. Uh, I don't know why corporate allows that to happen. Wait, every other week it gets robbed? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Different when... people each time too. There's no um there's no overhead lights. Don't know why they won't put them in. Um and then also uh for a while for like for like a year, the back door was just broken. So it was never locked. So people would go in, there was like a forested area right behind it. They would go through the forested area, go into the back door, rob the place, and then go back through the forested area. No one would ever catch them. I get it's like a lazy factor of like, I don't really need to change this. It's not a big issue. But like I had my buddy on here. It was episode 771. Um, he worked at the FedEx facility oh. that had that mass shooting. Mm -hmm. So he was telling me, he was like, well, during COVID, they never locked like the front doors. They didn't put a code in. You'd have to walk into the facility. It just didn't have that active. So you could just walk right in. And he was talking about everything like they, they just they just totally didn't even think about that this person used and took advantage of and went in there and did this shooting. And I'm like, yo, there's like a, a life and death scenario when it comes to a lot of this stuff where it's like you don't realize that one person that's holding up the stop sign for kids to cross actually has a valuable importance to the community. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. The world is wild in that way, I think. It's 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 got some good stuff to it. I'm pretty sure you probably it's have. got some good stuff. Yeah. Well, what change have you had besides just not doing the podcasting thing anymore? You have any like good things that you're on the rise of? Like are you are you running the Olympics or anything? Yeah, I'm actually uh don't smoke weed. I, I was chosen over uh that girl. I don't remember her name. I think it's like Sheree something i don't know um no uh i i've been doing a lot of like uh for the last year pretty much i've been doing this um like film challenge which is you get 50 hours to write shoot and uh edit a film together by yourself you can't have any help or anything uh which has been pretty fun and i've won a few of those which is nice 
So like independent documentary type stuff? No, it's uh, you get uh, basically you get a randomized genre. Uh, so it could be like a Western or like a, uh, a horror movie, shit like that. And then you have 50 hours to completely do the whole movie from start to finish by yourself, which is a lot of work, but it's also pretty cool. It's interesting to see what people can make in 50 hours or less in most cases. So that's 50 hours total from Friday to Sunday when it's due. So like consider sleeping time and shit like that. Do you find it? better that you work better under pressure do you find it better that you work when you have like oh yeah you work better under pressure absolutely uh i have a lot of ideas for things that are never going to get done because there's no pressure to do them but then when i'm put under something like a time constraint of 50 hours i'm fucking in on that full hog because it's interesting to see how like some people who are like really good at films, like it's been designed, like we need to make this. And then next, you know, they're able to work under the pressure. But then there's people like Quentin Tarantino, where he's like throughout his whole directing career, he said he was only going to make like 10 movies and he's made about like nine. He's only got one more left. And but those movies come out like every eight years or so. And it's like it's very interesting to see how like people like the Bruce Lee thing. Um, I don't know if you saw his interview on Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, I heard about it. I haven't seen it. It's very interesting to see like his side of the thing when it comes to like Bruce Lee, because, you know, Bruce Lee never said that he was like the inventor of karate or this, he's just like a known figure for it. But then in the books that his wife wrote for money had been talking about all this stuff about like Bruce Lee was like the inventor of this and the inventor of that, just to get a little bit of extra dough. And people looked at him like he was like incriminating Bruce Lee's image. And it was like, no, there's a lot of stories. He wouldn't pull his punches when he hit stuntmen. He seemed as American stuntmen as like, as like uh, disrespectful. He considered them pussies because of the fact of like, I don't know, like you're not, you're not going to go full out or anything like that. But he has been known to admit, like people always bring up the question, would Bruce Lee win against Muhammad Ali in a, in a fight? Bruce Lee, depending on the day you caught him, he'd say yes or no. You know, it's it's a whole aspect of like there's a sense of confidence to it. Nobody's discriminating his character, but that's one of the things you got a lot of shit for. And it's like on top of that, it's like when you look at a movie, it's a created work from someone's mind. So you can't really judge it on like Willie's Wonderland. Great fucking movie. I loved it. I watched it multiple times with Nick Cage. It's like a five night at Freddy's type thing. Yeah. But everyone's like that movie. Good shit. movie. I'm like, it's great. You, uh, I think the problem is people want to take films too seriously. You can't. Some, like the fucking Fast and the Furious franchise. If you don't go into that with like... You, you they gotta, went to you fucking space, man. Line. No, yeah, I'm they done. They went space. to space. They threw a fucking torpedo. They drove next to a submarine and threw a torpedo into the submarine. Like you can't fucking... You can't beat that shit. I would love to just turn my mind off and just watch the stupidest shit that people can come up with and be okay with that. But people have got to be like, no, the Fast and the Furious franchise is disgusting because it's so unreal. And why can't you just watch a good movie like Citizen Kane? I want to watch Citizen Kane sometimes. Maybe I just want to watch someone blow up a fucking submarine with a car. 
it's crazy because like i think he wanted vin diesel wanted to be remembered as like the fast and nine franchise but now he's just remembered through a meme where it's like all about the family the best one i've seen and i know I'm everyone's sick of them everyone's sick of them but i'm like the best one i've seen and it's actually someone commented he was like i'm done with the fast and furious like the family memes i've seen them mm-hmm. all and they're all trash and i commented it was um when you're at the olive garden you're considered family and then it's vin diesel and it's it just says heavy breathing and then he commented he was like <laughs> that one made me chuckle i was like yes because it's 100 percent true that one's a good one <laughs> i some of them have been pretty good i i'm i'm partial to memes that get like overused so much that at the end of it they're like uh it's like taking the meme and flipping it on its head so it's so bad that it's good at a certain point i love those we've gotten into a weird like shift where if you really want to be popular to be remembered through history at least right now and you want to be a popular trend just make a really good meme if you make a really good meme with your face or yourself included it i watched it i mean i hate tiktok only because of like it's owned by like the chinese government and they do a lot of horrible shit and i just don't see profiting them in any way especially when they're coming data and all that shit it's a whole other discussion but the one i did see on like a facebook video was like what my refrigerator sees at four o'clock in the morning and it's just a dude that opens up the refrigerator and the cameras inside the fridge and it's him like shirtless like scratching his titties and then he just goes and like gets a snack or something eats it and shuts the door and then like you're like all right well i guess that's the end of the tiktok like five seconds later he opens it back up grabs the whole plate of food and just takes it out and it's like 5 a.m i'm like that's priceless there people want to talk shit on tiktok a lot but there's some good content there unfortunately there's good content and it's also i will talk as much shit because i can back it up i know everything that's wrong with it and i also know that if you get your algorithm right is a place for mental health it is a heart and it's so weird how that's become a news source now people go to that to get like their covid information and get all this type of information on the government and the political elites i'm like when the fuck did it go from news to Colbert Report to comedy news to then now it's on TikTok? What's the next form? Is memes going to be telling me that the political elites are stealing money out of my bank account? I have no clue. Sorry, memes are already doing that. I see those <laughs> memes on the daily. It's like hard because I have trust issues, like I said. So when I trust the meme, I'm like, is this giving me the correct information? Then, like the PCR test thing for COVID, I looked, I had to look it up because I was like, that can't be fucking true. And it is. And I'm like, what are we doing? What is the world? Is, is this whole, is this a really a simulation? I mean, the fact that the word public, if you just change a letter, you can make it say pubic. And that's a, and they mean two different things where I'm like, what is the world coming to? Yeah. Uh, you lost me on that last part, but up to there, I was I was with you. What? What do you mean? The, pu- the public pubic thing. I don't. I don't necessarily understand. Because they, like- they're 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 it's it's basically the same principles of letters, but they are two mm-hmm. completely different words. So the instance is like it's all about like what I don't know if it's brainwashing. I don't know what it is because here's the thing I've been talking about. What does the word lockdown mean to you? Um, is it seen as aggressive or is it seen as passive i guess aggressive then why is quarantine which is the same thing seen as something as doing a good act if lockdown sounds so intense 
That's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like the reason it's like a uh, pineapple express where the dude smokes the weed and he's like illegal. It's because he kept asking questions. If you really start questioning a lot of shit, there's like one person in the back, like he's fucking onto something. And then they just come <laughs> in a van and they snap your neck and throw you in the trunk of it. It's like, you start looking at everything we're running by and you're like, does anybody else like wondering why when you ask someone, what, where can they find your links or what websites you're on? They go, mm-hmm. you can find me at www. And then they say their links. Why are you saying www? It's faster when you say World Wide Web. Think it the fuck through, but, Nick. But you don't type in World Wide Web, though. No, I know that. But see, that, that's, that's where, the reason for that one. Though. Are you a liberal? Because you're taking me literally. And that's what they do. I it's like absolutely. I'm taking you literally on this. one. Nobody like if you say you can find me at worldwideweb. Then they type in worldwide web. I would confuse the shit out of me. If geez, someone, listen, if someone walked up through. to me and said, you can find me at worldwideweb.instagram.com slash blah, blah, blah. I would piss myself because it would terrify me i'm like did i break something in my brain well hopefully they're writing it down and then giving it to you spelling it that way is one thing but when you're saying your links on something on a podcast i don't know anybody that comes up to you on the side of the street and goes you can hey come check out my website it's World Wide web and then they give it like that's like coming up with someone and saying here's my instagram handle you're like who the fuck are you well that one does happen i do live in la that one does happen but that's because la is like for some reason has just been like construed in this way where it's like the place to be famous like if you're going to get fame yeah. you better go out to la if you're if you want to go shoot guns or own a lot of tigers go out to texas can you own tigers in texas you know tiger king yeah so a long time it, yeah. nobody has ever questioned the fact that there's nothing in texas's guidelines that says you have a limit on the number of tigers you can own so you can own as many tigers as you want in texas same thing within uh canada there's no rule that says you can't own a dolphin in a swimming pool so then there's an actual issue where people have like dolphins in pools and shit that's like the whole thing like um there's a place called marine land in canada and it's like horrible mm-hmm. and it's because there's no limitations on the number of seats and i just think it's because nobody's ever done it before like that's the whole reason to becoming famous when you become famous most of the time people go how did you become famous they've kind of covered up the way that person has became famous like um if you've ever seen that movie with uh I think it's Leonardo DiCaprio where he like cheats the government. He's in jail. And they're like, can you show us how you did this? And we'll lessen your sentence. Mm -hmm. And then he shows them and then they cover up every way that he's did it to make sure no one ever does it again. You know, that's with the whole entire aspect of like why we have guidelines and shit. Well, why does it say no boogie boarding? Well, it's because some fucking idiot tried boogie boarding. And then that, that happened that way. You start to realize that they didn't know there was going to be a rule for it until someone tried to do it. And then they got to figure out a way to cover it up to make sure no one ever does it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's valid. You got you to think the deep things of the simulation, man. You got to question why is there a man that's always staring at me with binoculars on in his house, always through my window. And you start to question, maybe he's got a kink or maybe he's a government spy. And then you walk over one day and you hear on the news, dude shot dead because neighbor thought he was spying on him when really there was a bird that was sitting outside of his window. Yeah. I, that would be a bad headline, just SEO-wise. But yeah, no, I get, I get you. I wish they would let me develop the news because I would write it in a very <laughs> yeah. good way. It would be entertaining for sure, I bet. 
Well, it's like um, that movie Nightcrawler is based on a real thing with Jake Gyllenhaal where he was creating yeah. events. People do that. People will cr- try and create like uh, there was a person that took out a stop sign and he was trying to get a bunch of cars to run into each other so he could get his uh, neighborhood on a headline and get a news report. And it's like you start to realize like there's some crazy like the Bjork and Hare murders that happened in like 1890 something in Scotland or mm-hmm. Scotland or Ireland, a bunch of people were um, selling corpses to like the old hospitals and stuff like that for them to do autopsies on for the medical students. Eventually they started digging up corpses and, you know, digging up people's loved ones and then trying to sell them to them. And eventually people got smart and figured out ways to stop grave robbing. So people were digging up their family members and taking them home, or they were putting spikes over the coffins with a lock on it. So you couldn't get it out. They eventually yeah. the Bjork and Hare brothers started murdering people and then selling the bodies. And they're like, Hey, this guy says two days ago, he's been missing. And it's like, Oh my God, we're working with psycho killers. Yeah. I got a lot of information in my head. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I love it. Uh, this is news to me about the Burke and Hare. The Bjork and Hare murders. Bjork. Bjork. Bjork and Bjork. Hare. Yeah. Hey, well, they're from Bjork Scotland. committed a bunch of murders. I mean, it's not like you a gender. You heard it here report. first. <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, it happened in 1898, <laughs> so I hope you heard it before. But um, it, it's, it's just interesting because I, like, I think the best way to really examine what instead of today's history look at the past history and you start to realize Mm -hmm. like obviously there's similarities but it's a lot easier to kind of base your decisions off of like what is the most reasonable cause of action of what's true and false if you look at the past because it's all been kind of happening before yeah i'm not going to say anything now it's your turn to talk um I'm interested in all this shit. And you're over here like, I got a Rice Krispie treat. I'm ready to eat in a second. Well, it's multiple, so I'm not going to eat all of them. Why not? My birthday. Um, well, actually, I didn't actually order those ones. I ordered the home style ones, which are um, lighter and less calories. But then uh, they were out of those at Walmart. So I got those instead. Have you seen the like the five pound thing of Rice Krispies? It's a giant flat. I'm like, yeah. Some person goes, well, how many calories is in it? I'm like, are you really worried that it's that big of a Rice Krispies? <laughs> if you're getting that much at that point, you the calories do not matter. It's like my buddy has a thing, and you're of, not gonna section that off. Let's has, be real. He has that's a, a that's a one sit eating. My buddy has a ten pound thing of Sour Patch Kids that he just has in his car. So like he always grabs a couple handfuls when he's like if he's doing a long trip or something. Like he makes yeah. it last a couple of months. Like it's not like something where he's just like I'm gonna eat the whole bag in one sitting. When he goes on long car trips because he drives like an hour to work every day, so he mm-hmm. eats like a handful. And I'm like are you really worried about the calories? Well, I'm on a diet, so I got to make sure I can get, I'm like, yeah, but that's like when people like go to the gym and then they're like, for how do you get your carbs or how do you get your uh, post-workout? And he goes, well, I have a thing of sour patch kids. And you're like, that's not, it's not helping you. What is that doing? With extremely healthy. Yeah. Extremely. Yeah. Chocolate's not healthy for you either, but people are like, well, dark chocolate. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's health- healthier than chocolate, yeah. but it's not healthy. Yeah, it's healthier than chocolate, but it's really not. If you think about how many people slave their fingers to the bone just to be able to do that. Yeah. And then some dude comes in with white chocolate. You're like, get out of here. Get out of here. 
I'm not not a fan of white chocolate, unfortunately. I used a lot to, of people hate on white chocolate. I well, don't get the hate. A lot of people hate Twix, and a lot of people hate like those types of That's chocolates because I guess it's because it's like it seems like it's a, the worst chocolate in the world's a Whopper or whatever those Whopper things are, but you eat it and it's like you're having chalk. Depends on the day for me with those. Really? Uh, cause for some reason they last a long time in your mouth. So like, I'll have like one of those little three packs that'll last me for like four or five hours. I'm just <laughs> popping it in and just sitting there with it. See when my brain, when I think of like whoppers, when you bite into them is like, if you had like one of those science projects where you have to develop the planets and you make them out of foam, it's like biting mm-hmm. one of those. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't bite them though. It's really, that, that's the difference here. What I would like to go back to for talking about like how things have changed. I like to go back to a, when I was a kid and be like, when you had candy, you just had candy. Now it's like, is this going to knock out one of my fillings? Well, I don't have a filling. I, I don't know that feeling. I, in March of last year, I, uh, I had uh, an issue with my left back molar, whatever. I don't know. Um, I went to the dentist. I had dental at the time. Like I had a good dental plan. So I was like, I'm going to go to the dentist and get this fixed like a bougie bitch. Uh, I go there. They uh, do the checkup and everything. And they're like, oh, you need a filling uh, or you need a root canal and a filling. I was like, okay, cool. Here's my information. And then my uh, dental card. Bitch comes back to me and she's like okay so that's gonna be three thousand dollars up front i was like okay did you run my insurance card and she was like yeah that's after your insurance kicks in it's like okay cool goodbye and i left and my pain went away because i was angry that my dental insurance didn't kick in for anything that she said well at least your uh your uh what's it fucking called when you go to visit your copay your copay was covered thanks that's not three thousand dollars though i would have paid the copay instead of the three thousand dollars i had um a tooth taken out i think from the last time we talked um around Mm -hmm. we talked probably early december didn't we yeah so around like christmas time so what happened with me was the day before like a a couple days before like christmas eve I um, went to the dentist to go get a tooth taken out. Well, I had a root canal that failed. The dude ended up like, I'm sensitive to a lot of things. Like I'm sensitive if there's like a temperature change, like my fingertips, Mm -hmm. for instance, is 71 degrees. And then my chest is like 90 something. And the reason why is, is my heart is at such a low heart rate. It doesn't pump. It only pumps blood and keeps all the essential blood to the organs rather than worried about the extra long extremities, which are the farthest parts from where your heart is, which is your fingertips and your toes. They'll always be a little bit colder. And this all leads into the dentist story. So I'm not just going off on a tangent. Um, but I, I went there. He did a root canal, but he shaved it down so much that he exposed one of the nerves. So now it's like a cracked tooth. And I'm like, all right, so what's the thing now? He goes, well, because he had to come in off of like he was golfing. He had to come in and there was nobody in his office. The whole building was empty. It's just like barely any lights are turned on. He walks in. He's like, um, I can give you some opioids. 
to be able to last through the pain until we open back up basically towards like the new year. And I'm like, that's like a week, man. I don't want to be in pain on Christmas, dude. And he goes, I'm sorry, man. I don't have any of my nursing staff off. They're all off for the holidays. So I can just give you. So he writes me an opioid prescription. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll give you just enough to where you don't get put on a list. And I'm like a list. He goes, if I give you a certain amount, you're going to be put on a list. And anytime you try and get a job, they see that in the thing when they do a background check on you. I'm like, dude, really? Like, can you just, uh, you're the one that did this and you felt so bad about it. He's a really nice guy. But um, eventually I was like, all right, well, and I have to get it pulled out now that the holidays are over. Um, I tried to make the pills last as long as possible. Just so like if I was yeah. in extreme pain one day, dude, anything cold heat hits that you're done. Um, try doing a podcast. You can look back and see my side of my jaws just swollen. Um, but uh, so I ended up getting the two taken out. You have to go up in the morning. He gave me this pill and he's like, here's this pill. Um, what happens is I'm going to break this up. You're going to take one every like 20 minutes. And we're going to see just to make sure you probably won't need the full thing, but it's going to knock you out or it's going to get you numb enough to where I can just get it out without any pain. I'm like, okay. Um, so they put the heart monitor straps on you and everything. And I'm a fitness guy. I've worked out every day for nine years. Mm -hmm. So my heart rate is just naturally super low. It's very hard to get the spike up and he puts the sensors on me and it's at 50 and he's like, all right, the sensors might be messed up. So let me just move these around, check them all and everything. And it's still at 50. He goes, all right, maybe we need to get another machine in there. So I'm waiting for like an hour, just them trying to get set up and everything. I'm sitting in this chair and um, they get another machine in, put the straps on me, goes, it's 50. And I'm like, dude, my heart rate's naturally super low. They're like, there's no way that it's at 50. I'm like, it's at, that's what it is. I'm telling you hundred percent. That's it. Then it would drop down to 49. So when it hits 49, mm-hmm. the machine starts beeping really loud. So you have to mute the machine and it only mutes for 120 seconds. So that every 120 seconds, they had to stop it from going beep, 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 beep. So they would keep doing that. So he comes back after me taking, like, I think it's the second time he brought the pill around and then he comes back the third time. And he's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm not feeling anything. And he goes, I, I, I uh, wish you wouldn't have said that because um, so here's the issue. I can't give you the IV to knock you out now because I've given you this pill already. So your heart rate's already really low. And if I give you that, it might go below and then you might like we might not get you back. And I'm like, so what's the thing? And he goes, I'm going to try and make this as least painful as possible. Sticks Jesus. his knee on my arm to stop my arm from coming up. The one nurse grabbed my other arm, just starts going in and drilling and then ripping it. Dude, knee to the chest, basically. He had his knee on my chest. I And while it was happening, you know what was playing in the background? What? Hello from the other side. I'm like, oh my God. So every time I hear that song, I just get extreme amount of anxiety, dude. But that was the worst pain. I was like, and I, he, uh, so I checked the medical bill. We had insurance and everything, but it only covered a small amount. There was like a $6,000 thing for all that. And I was like, what, what was so expensive? Well, the drugs we used to put you out. I was like, it didn't even fucking work. That's your fault. And like, well, we can cover a small little bit of it because it was a root canal that failed. You weren't, we could have just easily taken the tooth out for a couple hundred dollars. And I was like, well, yeah. can I, can I keep the tooth? And they're like, no, we got to dispose of that. I'm like, it's my, f- I grew it. It's mine. <laughs> Listen, I've done a lot of work to keep that tooth in my mouth. You took it out. I need it back. You know how many clam chowders I've had with that tooth? We have memories. It's like, how many camping trips have you been on with a friend? 
That's great. We've been through 10 birthdays together. God. I hate dentists. I don't like any personally. Um, see, I'm not mad at the dentist or the doctors. I don't really like how they just try and like I have an intestinal issue that I've been dealing with for a while. I think we talked about a little bit. Yeah. Um, but they gave me like recently, they gave me, or not recently, a couple months ago, they gave me a thing like, well, it's either going to be IBS, it's going to be this, and it's none of those. And they go, well, then it's going to be stomach cancer. And I was like, you can't just say that. Like, I, that should be the last, last, last straw you pull out. But even spec speculating that it could be that, you're going to give somebody the nocebo effect where they started, they actually did an autopsy on some bodies that were diagnosed with cancer that actually turned out to be benign. Their body, even though they didn't have cancer, the misdiagnosis of it actually causes you to experience the symptoms of cancer like hair falling out and all this type of stuff and they died over a misdiagnosis yeah i um last time i was at the doctors had a kidney infection which is apparently rare in men so super fun um and they did a uh an x-ray for some reason because they wanted to make sure it wasn't something not in my stomach and they're looking at the lungs and they're like, hey, so just a quick thing, nothing to worry about. You do have a bunch of spots on your lungs. Uh, so get those checked at some point. By the way, it's not anything that we were thinking. And I was like, hold up, hold up. You can't move past that. You can't move past that real quick like that. Excuse, excuse me. Uh, if I understand my lungs correctly, which I do because I've lived with them for 26 years, um, they're not supposed to have things in there, right? And they were just like, yeah, just go get a check. It's fine, probably. Just so fucking nonchalant about, oh, my God, I love it. Less people would be apt to look online of what's wrong with them if they had an easier process trying to get into the medical system. Like I had to do x-rays, I think, like a month ago for my intestines. And I, mm -hmm. you basically, I had to drive an hour wait in a, a lobby room with a bunch of people that want to sit right beside you when there's 50,000 open chairs everywhere. And I'm like, really? Yep. And I would go in, wait, I think it was a two and a half hour process with the drive. I would go in they go, uh, Mr. Robertson, they're ready for you. I'm like, okay, cool. Walk back there, get a gown on, get into the x-ray room. I lay on the table. All you hear is you're good to go. What? I, I just drove. And I have to do this five times throughout the week. So I'm, I have to drive an yeah. hour all the way back. And they're like, well, plan your day accordingly. And then on the last day, I was like, can I see the x-ray? And they're like, yes. Yeah. So you get to see my intestines I actually took a picture of it. And um, so I was looking at it. I was like, looking at the x-ray. I was like, where's my dick? And <laughs> the nurse is like my age. And she looks at me like she wants to laugh, but she doesn't know if I'm being serious, which I'm not. I'm joking. Yeah. And she looks at me and she goes, well, it's it's not a bone. It wouldn't pop up in the x-rays, but I was like, but people refer to it as a bone. And I did it with the most innocent face. And she was like, and I was like, I'm kidding. I know it's not going to show up on the x-ray, but it was just like, uh, I, it's, it's that, like, I like to make it fun, but they try and make yeah. it so fucking awkward where I'm like, look, man, you're seeing my intestines on screen. We're tracking it. Cause I can't shit. Can we just make this as fun as possible? Yeah. I, I definitely do the same thing. Anytime I'm like, especially with the nurses, I'll fucking joke around for like an hour with them because I'm not going to be seen by the doctor anytime soon. I'm bored. I can't just be on my phone in here. Like if I can just have a casual conversation, just be like, so um, 
the worst thing you've ever done to a patient? Shit like that. Like weird questions out of left field that they don't want to answer, but then if you nudge them a little bit, they'll answer it with funny fucking anecdotes. That's what I love to do with nurses, among other things. <laughs> I got a, um, <laughs> when I got my MRI, uh, I guess it's like, I understand a lot of comedy, but this guy's comedy, I didn't get, he stuck a needle. He was trying to get the vein. He stuck it in uh, my vein. He goes, he's like, what kind of bandage would you like? I'm like, do you happen to have a pink one? And he goes, no, I'm a Republican. And then I just started like, <laughs> cause like, it seemed like he was a psycho killer, but he thought that as a, as like a joke, he thought that was funny. And I was like, yeah. I don't, your comedy's too dry, man. Like, holy shit. That sounds so funny, though. I just picture him, like, getting into, like, an old, like, fucking Chevy Malibu. Because anytime I get an Amber Alert on my phone, it's, like, looking for a, a 1983 mm -hmm. Chevy Malibu. I'm like, it's always a Malibu. And then, like, as he's driving away, the trunk pops open when he hits a speed bump. And there's just a bunch of people tied up in the back. Just a bunch of arms fall out. <laughs> That's where all the medical shit goes when they say they can't keep it. Nick, you've given me enough of your time, man. I know it's early in the morning <laughs> no for you, man. I haven't gone to bed yet, so. That's where it's going to next after a Rice Krispie treat. Am I right? No, I'm not going to eat it. You shouldn't eat sugar before bed. Gives you nightmares. Who the fuck are you, a doctor? Yes. Okay. I've actually been a doctor this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you've been slowly diagnosing my insanity yeah well no uh that, that is a canon thing though that's a real thing uh sugar before bed gives you nightmares that might explain a lot of my dreams but i'm having rice and beans before i go to bed so i'm having like very intense dreams that i'm not able to explain <laughs> that might be a different issue like i had i met i had a taco bell with jesus and then I went to like heaven. And then also I had an argument with myself in like a, a family feud style way where it's like the biggest enemy <laughs> is yourself. And I'm like, what the hell? That, those dreams actually sound pretty dope. <laughs> They're very, my dreams only last like 30 minutes, but they feel like nine years. Mm -hmm. So like they're so intense though, where I describe them to people. I've had some sleep analysts try and like figure it out. And they're like, I don't, I don't know what that could mean. And I'm like, I don't know, but it's a fucking movie if I've ever heard one yeah absolutely well, i've had one dream that was like longer than like a two hour quote unquote two hour span it was 30 years uh and that was fucking horrifying to wake up in the morning that i'm that's where i'm on that fucking uh simulation brain because there's no way that that was just a dream i had a past guest on here who talked about a salvia trip he took 10 it's actually a really pretty famous salvia story you can look it up it's called steve cantwell salvia story and um he spent eight years in a salvia trip that was only 45 seconds in reality so it's like the show or the movie judge or dread where they take that slow-mo drug it was like that but he spent eight years like what happened was he smoked it in texas in some dude's gun room and then he remembers like just passing out, but he woke up in water coming out of water and a bunch of people throwing him on a boat saying that he just got his bell rung. Like he was water waterborne. He's never known these people, but they all know his name. They take him to the hospital. He's looking in like the, it's like what your brain would do if you're in a coma, creating a fake scenario. He spent 
eight years in this trip working at an apple orchard. He was like, dude, there were days where I was like, I have a family and I don't know where my family is. And then he starts to figure out, is this the reality? And the other one was the dream. And then he thought about putting a gun into his mouth and blowing his brains out, but he was afraid it was going to kill him in reality too. And then one day he just sinks right into the floor during a picnic and wakes up in the gun room and his wife's holding him. It's still the same day. It's only been 45 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. No, I damn. I was like, if you're on death, death row, or if you're on like death, your death's door or whatever, just smoke a lot of salvia make that shit last as long as possible. Yeah. Listen, you can get another life in a lot of ways, and that's just the best one. How about living a life that's, I guess, stoned into immortality on the aspect of being a meme forever? Yeah. I could could do it. You could. I'd be fine with it. What would your meme be? God, unfortunately, it would be something about my, my fatness, probably. I picture like you the like one, rear the naked one, choking a bear. <laughs> the one day I don't wear a shirt in my life out in public, that would be the one day I become a meme. It's probably what it's going to be. You should just have your face like, like how Robert Downey Jr. has that look of him like rolling his eyes. And just be like yeah. when you're disgusted with the world and then it's just you like. I See, I don't think that'll work for me. I can't be disgusted with the world. There's shit like flowers. Just kidding. That's like everybody's answer. What's good about life? Well, people are sometimes fun. I'm like, no, they're not. I just saw you bitching about them on social media an hour ago. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Nick. I'm sure that there are some great things in the world. You're great about this world. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. Are you going to get the podcast going again? Or do you have any links at all where people can find you? Yeah, I'm super active on Instagram uh right now well my stories on instagram at least um so that's uh just look up at plasmatic 210 on literally any search engine and you'll find a bunch of my links i'll make sure i link it all in the description is there anything you want to end on i kind of do want a rice krispie treat now (laughs) 